Well, hello again, and thanks for coming to the We Work Weekends with Warren podcast. In this podcast, we talk to people who tend to work weekends. Before we get to my guest, I should introduce myself. I am Warren with Balloon Fun. I am a full-time balloon twister. Well, really not full-time. This COVID-19 has definitely shut down my business. Today, we have Tristan Meyer. Tristan is the owner of Armed with Harmony. Armed with Harmony was started in 2005. To say Armed with Harmony is just another DJ service is not accurate. Tristan does much more than that. Rather than listening to me ramble on, I will just let Tristan introduce himself and explain his business. Hey, Warren. Uh, thanks for having me on the, the show. I, I appreciate that. And uh... I definitely, I know this is about, you know, talking about uh, the industry and about each other, but uh, I, I definitely tip my hat to what you do. You've definitely found, or, or first of all, you're amazing on what you do. Um, you found a, a very awesome niche that people can't just pick up this service that you provide, um, which in many, many other industries people can, especially in our industry as, as DJs and entertainers, people can pick up a Spotify playlist or a laptop and, and, and somewhat still play music, maybe not to the level that we do as professionals, but it somewhat can kind of be replicated. I think the best part about your industry is that if you can't even blow up the balloon, which most people can't because you've handed me one before, that's where the story ends. So mm-hmm. um, you've definitely, you know, have lungs of steel, but obviously with all the creative things that you do with all the different different animals and swords and wings and all that kind of stuff you create. Um, It's such a, a I'm literally fascinated by it. And, and uh, I I mean, again, tip my hat to you that that what you do is, is, is very unique and and you got a good thing going. So good on you. And to make it full time on top of that, it's even, even better. Yeah. Yeah. I I cannot complain at all. That's for sure. Uh, You know, in my industry. uh, Yeah. It's, it's, I can do what I can do and that that's great for me. But, you know, when I look at somebody like yourself and, and as you say, so many other people can pick up a Spotify playlist and they can maybe, you know, pull the ba- the speakers out of their basement and they can do their buddy's uh, party. But really, they, they can't bring what you bring. They, they, I've, I've seen lots of DJs and I've seen some people that, you know, have just pulled the speakers out of their basement and they don't have your professionalism. Not only that, they don't have your uh, ability to really get the crowd going. And that is something that a professional can really do. Someone like yourself, of course. Uh, and I, you, you're, you also have the technology going forward, like your video shows and, and your light shows and stuff. Well, well, Tell everybody about those. Yeah. I've seen them, but you let everybody For sure. know. And it's no different. You know, again, with the, with the photographers out there, anybody can go buy a camera off the shelf and do it. But to take yourself serious enough and, and professional enough and to run, you know, the entertainment part like a business, um, those are two very different things. You know, the talent is one part of it, but uh, running it and, and dealing with clients and real events and real people and, and, and for the most part on the wedding end of things, people's most, most important day of their life in the corporate event, typically it's an event planner or CEO who really wants to impress their employees or show them a good time or, or really launch a new product or brand. And they and that's one of the most important things in their business career. They want this event to go great because it represents a product that they're trying to sell or launch. So to have somebody in there, um, you know, doing what they're, you know, doing what we do best is, is we really try and advocate for that. Um, 
a lot of times people, you know, um, you know, and I get it pulling the speakers out of the basement for somebody's event. If they don't have the budget and it's not, not important, that's, there's nothing, mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that. Um, especially in some of these times yep. where, you know, uh, with the COVID times, budgets aren't necessarily there, but you know, the people we want to mm-hmm. cater to the people who do take their event seriously and do want to take it to a next level where it's where we come in with, you know, training and things like that. So, uh, you know, we can come in with, uh, you know, experienced DJs, we can come in with big sound systems with big lighting. Um, you know, we've gotten into, I think we were the second longest running photo booth company in the city. Um, now we do some corporate games and stuff like that around our Christmas time. So we try to be, um, you know, an entertainment company, um, you know, not just a DJ company, but we can do sound, we can do lighting, we can do video, um, we can do multiple things. So hopefully it makes it a bit easier for our clients that they can come to one place and they can get multiple services without mm-hmm. having to hire multiple vendors. Not that there's anything bad with that, but when yeah. you get to planning mm-hmm. an event, you don't necessarily want to be the event planner for your own event. You want to hire, you know, a handful of vendors and, and let them do what they do well. But some of the more complex events that we're a part of, they need to hire, you know, 10 vendors and they need an event coordinator to make sure that all of the vendors are kind of playing nice and making sure that we're all, you know, setting up at a certain time or logistically we need to, because, you know, you can't, you can't set up the centerpieces on a table if the tables and chairs aren't set up. So all that has to happen, you know, ahead of time too. Yeah. You, you'd, uh, at the beginning of that, you'd mentioned how, um, you know, being professional and this is something that I, I really strive for. And I, you can see it from the, the people that you, you and I deal with, like when you and I and people like ourselves are hired, we represent that business that has hired us. Mm-hmm. We, we have to be, professional you know we have to be the yes and no and then this and that we we are the people that we take responsibility to represent our customer to the best of our ability absolutely and and And, i also feel like uh you know, our, the DJ industry, I still feel like in 2020 here, it is still a bit of like a wild west and, and a very unregulated industry. Um, you know, and, and that's mm-hmm. something that I'm trying to advocate for because, you know, if you want to be a, you know, a, a somebody at home cooking a meal, they might be a great cook, but you have to go to school to be a red seal or to be a chef, right? In our industry, there's really mm-hmm. no formal training um, to do that. So for us to really advocate as DJs as an entertainers as a whole to say, Hey, you know, if you hire good experienced people, this is the results that we can provide. And I'm really advocating, you know, for not just, you know, my team, um, but for, for the, for, uh, for DJs in general. Right. So, I mean, we have our, our team at Armour with mm-hmm. Harmony. We have our individual DJs that also have, you know, some, somewhat of their own particular brands and certain styles they play, but to really advocate for our industry as a whole. And you're a part of that. in the fact that you're, you know, an entertainer and, and, and that can carry on mm-hmm. to many other, you know, satellite services as well. Yeah, but that uh, the thing that you've uh, diversified, like I'd mentioned, you you do the uh, the broadcast or the, sorry, the, you can project the names of and business logos onto walls, and you're doing the the photo booths and and the other thing that uh, that you um, you rent out sound equipment. Mm-hmm. I mean, all of that really must, must really uh, impress people. Like if they can rent your sound equipment during the day, and then they listen to different sound equipment at their evening party. Uh, that you must be the one-stop guy for all of that equipment. Yeah, and again, we try to be because a lot of this, um, you know, even from people just needing equipment, 
you know, you, you, you people go, oh, well, I can just kind of rent this stuff. But then it's like, yeah, you can. But then you have to, you know, you have to pay to rent it. Then you have to send someone there, probably with a truck, depending on how much gear you're getting, to go pick it up. Then you got to get someone there to set it up. Then you got to get someone there, there to man it the whole night, who's hopefully not one of the guests at your event. And then when it's all done, you got to tear it down. And it's probably late in one or two in the morning by the time we, we usually get done as DJs. And then on top of that, then uh-huh. you got to take all that stuff back the next day. Just that service alone, you know, is worth, in my opinion, you know, is, is worth a good chunk of what we charge. And then there's actually, okay, now you're paying for a professional experienced DJ to set this stuff up. And, and some people want to be really be wild. So that's where we get into some of the, you know, the big lighting and the video and, and things like that, um, that really, you know, really can, uh, you know, turn people's heads in, in d- different rooms and, and transform a space, especially in our market of, you know, 300,000 people, give or take, there's not a ton of venues. So a lot of people have been to these venues before, but if you can come in there and be like, wow, I've never seen a room look like this or, or what venue are we even at? If, if you can make people kind of do that and, and take them out of that, you know, box and, 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 and create a special moment for them. That's definitely what we try to do sometimes. Yeah, yo, for sure, and and but that's being high level professionalism. That's that's what you bring to the you bring to the table that every time. Yeah, yeah and there's things that if that there's yeah, th- yeah, things yeah. that people don't see, like there you know there is, yeah. you know there's the standard business licenses, but there's also some specialty licensing that DJ should have. There's insurance, there's storage, there's gear maintenance, mm-hmm. especially in an industry that we're in with technology. You know, there's sometimes there's only mm-hmm. like a five to seven year lifespan for some of this equipment because it becomes old and dated. And and not to say you always have to be cutting edge. We want to be, but there's also like a realistic cutting edge going like I would go bankrupt if I had to buy new equipment every two years um, because I just, you just mm-hmm. couldn't do that. So you want to buy quality stuff that will last you long enough. Um, and then hopefully through its life cycle of that equipment, you know, you can get your return on the investment out of that equipment before you have to invest in more. Right. Well, of course I understand exactly what you mean. Um, Just moving your, your life, we'll say backwards here a little bit. Uh, So I understand that you went to uh, the Northern Alberta Institute of Technology, better known as Nate. Yep. And uh, so what did you study there? Okay, well, I'll, I'll even take it slightly, slightly back before that. Um, here, this is my, uh, this is my life story. Quick elevator pitch here. Uh, grew up okay. in small town Saskatchewan, like many people did here in this province. Right. Um, the day I graduated, I moved away from my small town because I had enough of that. And I had bigger aspirations, so I actually moved to Regina and went to U of R for for uh, uh, kinesiology. And then realized that there was uh, no jobs in that. But during that time, um, right when I'd moved to Regina, I'd actually got um, a job with uh, in some of the bars and clubs um, in Regina. And I was using that money on the weekends from DJing to put myself through university. And then about two years into that kind of four-year term in Regina there, I realized um, that I wasn't loving school as much as I thought I would, or there didn't seem to be a, a, a job at the end of university. Um, and mm-hmm. so I kind of switched my focus a bit and I actually started volunteering for a radio station, uh, 104.9, the Wolf in Regina. I did that for a book. So is that public radio? No, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's the biggest rock station in the, in the city down there. 
Oh, really? But you volunteered. Yeah, I volunteered. So I was doing some stuff on the, the morning show there with the morning host at the time just to kind of get my foot in the door. And I really liked it. So then that's kind of prompted me to basically pull up shop again from Regina and move to Edmonton to go to Nate. And that's where I actually took my broadcasting for two years. Okay. So I took radio school there for um, a couple two years in Edmonton and worked for 91.7 The Bounce there, which is now 91.7 KISS FM. And uh, I ended up doing 10 years in radio between The Bounce there. I went back to the Wolf and Regina for a period of time as well. And then I came up to Saskatoon and started Wired 96.3, which is now 96.3 Cruise FM. Um, and then kind of on my last few years of that, I ended up doing about a uh, just a weekly segment, but a weekly on-air segment with CTV for about six years um, as well. So, I, you know, pretty good stint in, in the media and broadcast. But uh, during all this time, because school is expensive and, and uh, working in radio doesn't pay well, I was still having to work weekends, which is the name of your podcast here, um, because uh-huh. I still had to pay the bills um, and it just wasn't enough. So um, it just came a time where my time in radio was done and I put my foot on the gas with... Uh, with Armour Harmony in the business and, you know, grew it to, you know, a good number of staff and DJs and then was able to be successful with that and then diversify our services as well. Wow. So uh, how many staff do you have? Um, well, that's a great question. Um, cause we just, because that must, it must change almost monthly, um, right? Yeah. I well, mean, we do have, we have, uh, you know, a couple of full-time office staff, um, then we have a couple of full-time DJs who's so all they do is, is DJ. And then we also have more of our weekend warriors who have, you know, good nine to five jobs, but also want to make a little bit of extra money on some of the weekends. And then they pick up some events with us. So, um, it's kind of different levels of staff, but, um, I would say somewhere kind of around the 25 to 30 mark is kind of what we're sitting at for staff at any kind of any given time. So, Wow. But of course, would would most of those be like uh, your weekend warrior kind of just yeah, your the, contract the, uh, employees? The, the majority of that would be our kind of weekend warrior team. Yeah. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, that that's interesting. I didn't know that whole story. That uh, I did try to do a little bit of research on yeah. you, but uh, you know. You can only find so much on Facebook and LinkedIn, yeah, right? You know, so, and we see each other at events, yeah. and we're always work, like we're always working. So, oh yeah, you know, and you're exactly. And I'm still amazed by the fact that you can twist me a, a balloon beer in three minutes, mm-hmm. and you're still looking me in the eye and having a direct conversation with me when I'm still amazed and that you're even twisting and blowing the balloons. But you're so <sighs> fluid at it, and you've clearly got your ten thousand hours in to be a professional. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah, so. you can look me directly yeah. in the eye, have a full conversation, and it's just like your 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 hands are on a different planet. They're just doing what they do, and you're <laughs> focused on me. It's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Uh, that's for sure. Um, as I, a lot of people uh, in in Saskatchewan, or yeah, in Saskatchewan and Saskatoon, would might not know that I am talking with the DJ for the Saskatchewan. Uh, uh, only professional Saskatoon-based lacrosse team in the Saskatchewan Rush, as, as I was trying to slowly spit out. But uh, you've been doing that, those right from the very beginning, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, this is season five. I was lucky enough to be picked up right when the team moved to the, the province. Um, I initially 
um, did the first season with them as kind of a, we'll see if we like you. And they really did. So then they signed me to a longer, longer term agreement. And yeah, this is, I guess we're in the middle of a postponed season uh, five right now. Um, but it's been a great experience. And uh, um, I, I mean, I, I did nightclubs for almost 20 years, uh, but in that time of doing nightclubs, I still did a lot of weddings and corporate events and special events and things like that. Um, but kind of been almost done nightclubs for about two years now. Um, which is fine by me. I have a, you know, a younger family. I have three little girls at home, so I, you know, need to put some focus on, on them. So, you know, working maybe less frequently, but making more money while, while uh-huh. doing that and focusing on the, you know, nine to five business versus just every weekend. So it's given me a bit of flexibility uh, on that, which is, which is good, but yeah, the rush is definitely a fun, a fun, um, thing and the timing is great for me because it's kind of it hap- it, the season kind of starts usually late November early December and then it kind of carries about till about the end of May or beginning of June when typically events are slower you know just November December is usually pretty good but Jan Feb March April mm-hmm. kind of thing are fairly slow for events so it kind of you know gives me not yep. just not just something to do but it, it nicely complements my workload to make the year seem very even which is something challenging to do in a in an, in a special event industry but also in the province of Saskatchewan where it's very cold for five to six months of the year and people are just doing less events because the outdoor events and facilities just don't happen. Exactly. Um, the one thing that every time I, I talk to somebody about the uh, Saskatchewan Rush games, to be honest, they, uh, they, they, I'm not lying to you. They, they very seldom talk about the lacrosse. <laughs> they talk about it being a, a sports event that has a rock concert going at the same time. Yeah, no, that's, and, that's and awesome. they, yeah, they make music all the time. Yeah. And I think, I mean, nothing against any, uh, like I, I do have some, some, uh, some WHL clients on my roster and, and I'm a big NHL fan. I still play rec hockey myself. So nothing against any of their products they put on. Um, but once you come to a lacrosse game and then you go back and watch hockey, it almost sometimes feel like something's missing because we're a little bit trained in North America to be when the puck drops, you go quiet and, and let the play play. And then when the whistle blows mm-hmm. between, you know, face-offs, you play music for, you know, 15 or 20 seconds. It's just a different sport and a different dynamic. But I think that's definitely one of the big thing that appeals to lacrosse is that it's a social, it's a party. Oh, yeah, and there's a lacrosse game happening too, right? So, uh, yeah, you know, and, and those athletes are phenomenal because um, in, in hockey, when you're skating, you can skate and then you can glide if you really want to. In lacrosse, you're running like soccer the entire time, but you're doing the physical contact of hockey and you have the skill of that. So to me, it's kind of like almost basketball meets soccer meets hockey and and lacrosse takes all the very athletic parts of that into the game. So those guys are in phenomenal shape. Yeah, oh, definitely. Like those run, 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 and and then run some more. And then, but then, and, and then and run hit, some more, and then hit like a yeah. physical body oh, yeah. contact. I mean, you know, you could, I couldn't imagine soccer players doing body contact. They probably probably break in half because a lot of those guys are very short and very slim and very trim. You know. But some of these guys on the mm-hmm. on the lacrosse rosters, they're you know they're pretty burly burly guys. So, oh yeah, six foot four, <laughs> six foot five, uh, yeah, and yeah, and wide, and they they're not afraid to get in front of someone's face, and then, oh. you know, yeah. 
Yeah, that, that's obviously what uh, is the appeal of that. And, and as I say, everybody talks about the music at the, the Rush games. Yeah, so, and it's good. Uh, I, I try to keep so it what, what's your, uh, and yeah, keep it sorry. I try to keep it fresh and keep the atmosphere up. So yeah. Oh yeah, everybody loves it. So tell me what what's uh what's next on uh, you know the next few weeks for Armed with Harmony? Um the next few weeks, well, especially with this COVID, it's just kind of seeing how it unfolds. Um mainly making sure my staff are taken care of with the most up-to-date information on how they can apply for that Canada fund that Trudeau announced today. Um it's Mm-hmm. Be up to two thousand dollars per person for up to four months so basically eight thousand dollars per person i wasn't sure if trudeau was mentioning per household or per person on that so make sure that my staff are taken care of i mean there's some pretty famous quotes out there um you know by richard bronson and people like that is that um, you don't take care of your clients you take care of your employees because if you do, your employees will then take care of your clients. So um, I really like like that quote. Um, yes, you obviously want to take care of your clients, but if you take care of your employees, they in turn will take care of your clients. So making sure uh-huh. those guys are happy and then obviously making sure, you know, addressing our clients so that if they have any questions or issues or they, you know, they want to make sure that they're informed. Uh, we're trying to make sure that they're, you know, as up to date as possible. And, and we can make sure that um, the planning process, which we're in now, kind of in end of March here, that if and when summer kicks off or the, our events are, are go again, that everything can run as smoothly as possible. Because we do a lot of planning in the downtime to make sure, you know, kind of, you know, May to December, which is our busy season for the most part, runs smoothly because there's a lot of events that happen on the same day or the same weekend that takes a lot of coordinating and that doesn't just magically happen. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, I, I don't know if I've worked in, I think my last event was almost two weeks ago. Yeah. And of course, I've been taking cancellations into uh, the end of uh, May. I yep. think I took a cancellation into June already. Um, so that's, you know, uh, I would expect, uh, if, if, uh, you know, probably, well, we're into March and then April and maybe I'm lucky to start working mid May, I guess we'll wait and see. Uh, yeah, that's currently what I'm thinking anyway. But. Yeah, it's, it's a tough one. And I think it's never happened in, in my lifetime or my parents' lifetime here. So everyone's just kind of exactly. taking it one day, at a, one day at a time, I feel like, so. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, uh, I sure appreciate your time here, Tristan. Uh, so I'd say that I'd like to thank Tristan for coming on the show today. All of the contact information for Armed with Harmony will be in the show notes. Contact uh, information for myself and this show will also be in the show notes. So uh, if if anybody wants to be on the show, if anybody wants to talk to Tristan, then uh look at the show notes and other than that uh, we'll hope to have another podcast up in a, a week or so so thank you very much everybody and bye for now thank you take care